And hello, movie lovers. And with me, I have Crichton Hobbs with me. I also have Alex with me. And we're going to be talking about Bind to Buy Tragedy. This is actually Crichton Hobbs' new indie film, gangster film, if you will. But if you guys want to, go ahead and smash that like button, smash that subscribe button. Also, too, go over to the Apple Podcast. Go wherever you guys get your podcast from. Rate us over there. It is a great way for other people to find my show. So with further ado, let's get on with the show. Guys, how's everyone doing tonight? Oh, well, John, thank you for having me and Alex back on Movie Lovers Unite. Alex, are you excited? Hell yeah, I am. It's great to actually have you guys on here. And of course, it's been a while, right? You've been very busy. I've been seeing your socials and things like that all over, plastered all over Facebook, talking about binded by darkness, by darkness and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> so, you know, here's the thing. I know this is based off of a short story, man. And I know that it's a kind of like a reboot in a sense. But what's the difference between the reboot and the short film? And how does this stack up against all the other mafioso movies that we had in the past. All right. So, yeah, I originally, over 20 years ago, I started off and I made a short film called Locked In, right? I'm talking like it was on 8mm camcorder thing. I mean, yeah, it was that old. And I mean, it was just like, it was so low budget. Like, it was like we actually took a red Sharpie when a guy got shot and we drew it on the back of their head. You know, like that was the bullet hole. You know, <laughs> there was like no CGI. It was terrible. And, I mean, uh, so it was pure creativeness. But for my first short, and I always said, I was like, man, I want to remake this with the knowledge that I know now. And boom, rewrote the script. Same same thing, but, you know, with uh, as you grow a little bit older, you grow a little bit wiser and knowing how to construct stories and this and that. And boom, here we are. And I renamed it Binded by Tragedy because, um, uh, you know, Locked In was taken a lot in Hollywood. (laughs) Believe it or not, they, they took the title from me. I can, well, how dare they do that? But hey, at least you have a better title now. And, you know, yeah. Binded by Tragedy, I feel like that's actually a proper name for it because of the fact that you have a character who's trying to do right by his mom. And then he winds up going into this darkness that's where he's binded by that tragedy. And it's like a tragic love story in a sense where he's wrapped up in mm-hmm. all this stuff. At least that's what I'm getting from the synopsis of the film itself. But, you know, I, I appreciate what you do as a filmmaker as well um but alex my other question is this though uh when working on binded by darkness and everything what is some of the challenging stuff that you are doing with this film and also to what is your role in the film in this film though too as well well um the most challenging part of of working on the film so far with me is you gotta you gotta get the actors involved with with doing the stunts and sometimes that's easier than other times. And, you know, with me, I can just step in and say, okay, Hey, do this. And then I have to stop and explain, okay, this means you have to like put your arm a certain way. And then, and move this way in relation to the camera so that it looks like you're actually killing the guy, but you're not actually killing him too badly in real life, you know? And it's, you know, people's schedules don't always match up, so we can't always do the the training I'd like them to, but, you know, you just, you gotta roll with what you got, and sometimes, sometimes, you know, it just comes together in the end. And, uh, yeah, my my role on the film is I'm the stunt supervisor, stunt coordinator, or my sensei and I work on the fight scenes together along with another member of our of our class uh 
James Glasscox, who's also in the film. I'm playing one of the one of the uh, gangsters in the movie, a guy by the name of Scott. I don't know if he has a last name. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Scott, yeah, but which was funny. Creighton and I had a conversation. Like half the male characters that I'd that I'd written for things that I've done in the past are either named Jason, Scott, or Tommy. <laughs> so that was yeah. uh, that was kind of funny. That's kind of ironic, though. You're, basically, you're playing just about almost every single character that you had before. So yeah. you know, it's it's always fun though to be able to play somebody else. Anyway. But you know, mm-hmm. when it comes down to the stunt work and stuff like that, so basically, is it like a quick pace uh, kind of way of that you actually do your stunts, or is it basically where it's like step by step where you would, act, for example, like self defense? Basically, you would wind up telling them, "Look, we're going to go here. I'm going to grab your arm, and then what we're going to do is we're going to do another." shot by shot of what we're going to do next. Yeah, it's kind of a, you know, you have to think of it in terms of like, like this is what you do for self-defense and then here's how we frame it up to make it look good on on the film, you know? Exactly. But, Crichton, with this film, I feel like that this is actually going to be, I don't get me wrong, I loved the last film that you had, but I just feel oh. like this is actually going to be where you're going to be shining at the most. Not only that, but you also have an amazing crew. And I know you have some of the old crew members yeah. back from the history that haunts us and stuff like that. Yeah. So one thing I have to say that I appreciate that you do with your actors and actresses and everything, you place them in the places that they need to be at. And they always wind up doing a top notch job. And my thing is this. What are what now? I know that we had Aunt Kim from the history that haunts us. So I know Carol is back. So, what, <laughs> yeah. what character is she going to be playing this time? Oh my, poor Carol! <laughs> I put it to her on this one. She's going to be uh, not Aunt Kim. I guarantee you, she's going to play a madam that is in taking place in 1996. So when say it's going to be a, a memory of the main character Bobby who is played by Jasper uh, Wilkerson. So, you know, or not a memory, something that happened in the past. Flashbacks. Yeah, flashback sequence. That's right. And so, you know, when you see Carol, who is playing this madam, it's like, oh, okay. But she's very, not your, like, she's going to be classy. Very classy. Very, when you watch it, it's going to be like, oh, She's just like quiet, you know, sinister, you know, that quietness of her. And you just see that. So you're going to see a very good role with her, I think, a very leading thing. And also like what I like to do with people that are acting and Alex can tell you is I always on set, I say, okay, this happened before we're shooting the scene and this is what's going to happen after. So they understand why they're shooting that particular scene at that moment. I try to do my best to give the explanation to all actors and actresses of like, this is what's in the movie. This is what happened before in the, <laughs> in the movie. This is what kind of, but right now we got to shoot this one scene. So Right. And I get that. And I think that, you know, with a, with someone like Carol, with someone that's playing in this Bordello, for example, this madam, you'd need to have someone that has this gangster kind of feel to it, to where she's like this calm before the storm kind of character, where basically she's just taking it all in. And then once she takes it all in, she just winds up just letting it out. 
that's what I'm picturing mm-hmm. this character actually is. So, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's definitely one of those where it, you're going to want to learn more. You're going to be like, oh, why did you give some more of that, Craig? You know why? <laughs> and, you know, and I have to say this as well. Like, there's a lot of new faces in this movie. Uh, for example, um, the, the, the guys that are like the co- stars or the the lead you know uh jasper wilkerson who is playing bobby and the teenager trevor trevor watford who is playing teenage bobby and julian who's like bobby's best friend which y'all ain't gonna when you're watching the movie is all said and over with you're gonna be like it's gonna be that best friend that you wish you never had (laughs) (laughs) the friend that you don't need to have in your life like so and plus like you're also gonna have so many a plethora of new characters that i think that this is what is going to separate this from your your typical mob you know move where i go deep into characterization with it there's going to be some type of deepness to each um, you know to the majority of each and every character you know, uh, right? Okay, so you have a characterization of a character. You're actually diving into yeah. the backstories. Probably, you're also probably giving yeah. us layers to each uh, setup of each character since we're being introduced to these characters for the very first time. And you're probably dealing with the mafioso lifestyle of the families as well, not just the family, the business side of the family, but probably right. the, the actual the, family itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, and that's where like the flashback sequences take place of like you're going to see teenage Bobby and teenage uh, Jimmy like being around their mom who is being played by Serena Salieri and I hope I said your last name right that sounds right that sounds Italian that sounds Italian (laughs) (laughs) and uh, if not I'll get an angry text forget about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh oh and yeah and like so you're gonna see the understanding of it like because i've always noticed with watching mafia movies and stuff it's like you always ask that question what got this person to that point or what you know that kind of thing right oh she Um, is (laughs) oh one one thing too she's uh brandy wanted me to tell you that you her and i both had an amazing time at the premiere when we went to the history that haunts us so we wanted to say thank you for the invite for that and then yeah yeah. we actually have serena and she's in here with us and i would like to actually have a chance to interview her later on in the future but Mm -hmm. you know one thing i can say is the characterization of a character is very important also to putting those characters in having the dialogue reflect off of those characters and having the right people in place of it is mean that actually goes a long way now i know that you guys did a little bit of a stunt work alex uh i think last week or last weekend yes um last uh this past sunday we did some and one thing i wanted to ask you about was this what what entails with that setup as far as that stunt work goes and what details did you have to lay out in, with the actors and actresses with that kind of scene? Well, we laid out the framework of the uh, of the scene in advance, probably about 
probably about a month and a half, two months ago now. And then, you know, when we got to the location, there were, you know, there were some issues. It was like, like you know, we didn't have a, uh, we didn't have a soft floor to land on. So we had to rework some things. Uh, we didn't have a hundred percent and the, uh, the space that I was necessarily expecting. But then again, and I wasn't, I wasn't entirely sure where we were going to be shooting in the first place. It's until, until we got the, um, the message. And then, and so, you know, we just adapted and uh, reworked some things because I saw that the initial takedown on of one of one stunt looked a little bit slow. So we worked on that. James and I worked out some uh, some more stuff for uh, for the rest of the fight scene. And, you know, there was a little bit of improv here and there, but most of it went down kind of as we expected it to ahead of time. We just mm-hmm. like the beats were there, but the notes were a little bit different, I guess you could say. That's always a good thing with improvisation when it comes down to the stunt work, because a perfect example is the episode on The Sopranos where basically Tony whacks Ralphie, and there's a scene where Tony winds up grabbing the raid can, and that wasn't even scripted. He just happens to grab the raid, and he, and that was actually a for real thing. He actually did spray him with the raid. So I didn't know be, that. yeah, that was <laughs> wow. actually some yeah, that was like a little behind the scenes stuff from listening and talking to talking Sopranos. He said, okay. yeah, that scene was not even considered even in there. I think one of the set people or something like that left a can over there, and so happens to be that's what winded up went going down. But oh. you know, improvisation during stunts can work <laughs> in some mm-hmm. areas. Without trying mm-hmm. to hurt somebody, and then sometimes there's it actually adds a level. I'm not saying that you should hurt the person that you're working with, but yeah, it does add yeah. some character building when it comes down to certain scenes. Though, yeah, in a well, sense. The, the the fact that we were able to say, you know, cut, let's cut before we do this, and let's rearrange and make right. sure everything's angled mm-hmm. to the camera a certain way, you know, that helps a lot because we're not, we're ultimately not in the same kind of position we'd be if this was professional wrestling, where we've kind of got to be incredibly suicidal with the stunts. We can, and you know, yeah. angle things a certain way, and it, it's not, uh, it's it's not as dangerous, you know. That because it can yeah. be dangerous, and people don't realize mm-hmm. that if you, the frame, if you're mm-hmm. not sitting in the frame, and if you're not doing the, if you're not doing what the stunt coordinator is telling you to do, you can hurt mm-hmm. somebody, even though yeah. it is telegraphed, mm-hmm. and that's the most dangerous mm-hmm. thing about oh, doing yeah. something within the entertainment industry whenever you're dealing with stuff like that. So under your guidance and stuff like that, I'm sure that things are actually pretty smooth. Also, too, whenever you have like an intense scene like that or something, too, your adrenaline's up. So therefore, you need to have that quick moment of, okay, we got the shot we need. Let's move on. So way yeah. everybody starts calming down a little bit. If not, your adrenaline is going to take over. And then before you right. know it, yeah. you're no longer that character. You're you. So therefore, mm-hmm. it's going to take out the people out of that situation. Yeah. So that's- in, in situations like that, you know, sometimes you'll start off with, uh, you know, you'll they'll be like, ah, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, like, I got I got to fight to survive. And then as time goes on, you get you start getting a little bit worn out. You got to you got to take a break and realize, hang on, I'm not in the right in the right physical shape for this right now. I got to take a break, drink some water and come back in like five minutes so that I'm not going to fall over myself, land on them and brain us both in the concrete. Right. Exactly. Um, we actually have someone from Finland that's commented below. It's, uh, oh, uh, Petri. I'm going to let you, s- I- I'm gonna let you oh. say that name 
because uh, I don't yeah. want to get in trouble for butchering. Yeah, <laughs> that's our. That's actually our film uh, music composer. Oh, nice. Petri. Yeah, from Finland. Awesome. It's great to have yeah, you in the yeah. chat, Patrick. Uh, but yeah, that's another thing I wanted to ask you was as far as the scoring goes and stuff like that. How would you? How would you say that the scoring is with this movie so far? If you oh. saw anything within the edits itself. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Oh, gosh, it is so phenomenal because, you know, what's amazing is that even, uh, you know, like with Petrie, that he's all the way across the way across the world from where I'm at. Good Lord. You know, I'm here in, in the south, you know, and he's in Finland. But he's able to artistically see the footage and ask me, like, okay, tell me the move that this is supposed to be. And I can tell him, and his musical genius brain comes up with the music. I'll listen to it, and I'll be like, you know, we're there, or we need to change a little here, a little there, and it's done. I mean, it's just, uh, he is so professional and so wonderful to work with and i think everybody um that's in, involved with this movie is just we are so blessed to have petrie from finland to to be our film composer you know it's just wonderful that's awesome because here's the thing i like the fact that you know you have someone that you feel comfortable with to work with especially overseas at 4 a.m I give credit for that, dude. Thanks for tuning in at this at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. I'm still sleeping in my covers, don't, not wanting to go to work yet. I, uh -huh. You know, um, but yeah, the matter of fact, that also reminds me, I also have an interview with someone from the UK and their time difference is a huge difference as well. Mm -hmm. But that set aside, you know, I feel like with scoring and stuff like that, it's just as important as acting because if you put a piece of music into it, it could take somebody out. And there's been movies yeah. where I feel like, okay, that set piece does not belong in this scene here. That music piece should have been here and there. And I've become like an editor rather than a reviewer. But, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and then sometimes the music can actually kill the movie and kill the vibe that you're yeah. going for. That's also another thing. So mm -hmm. here's the thing. If you, tr and I love the fact that you trust Petrie the way you do with your baby, with your movie. Mm -hmm. And it makes me that more excited mm -hmm. to actually hear the scoring for the soundtrack because yeah. I can hear the, uh, I can actually hear the scoring for this movie whenever I'm watching certain behind the scene clips and stuff like that, that you send in to me. So mm -hmm. I just want to, I just want to say thank you for sending those in to me for me to get a little bit of a taste of what I'm going to be unstored for. Yeah, man. And oh. and Alex, he has not seen anything we shot on the action sequence this Sunday. So, yeah, okay. don't worry. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but, you know, I have, I have, have to you give... Have seen some of the behind-the-scenes goof-off clips? That I've seen. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The, the, the bloopers, to me, was probably the highlight of it. You got If only you could actually put that at, like, the very end. It's like, okay, we had this big drama, and now all of a sudden you have a big goof-off thing. You're like, wait, what? what's going on here? But, yeah, my, other, my favorite thing that I have to say is the 
the part where basically the mother winds up slamming the door in her son's face on an accident. <laughs> that was good. That was <laughs> yeah. Serena, she, yeah. Trevor got right on his nose. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> I think I commented on that. I think I, I think I said I need to call child services or or something like that. I, <laughs> <laughs> and but, Trevor did not budge. He is such a good actor. He just he just went with it, and he was kind of like, huh, you know, <laughs> Trevor, Trevor typical teenage, yeah. right? You can, and you could hear Serena in the background. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, <laughs> you know. But you see, though, that's great though that you actually have an actor like that to where basically he can counterbalance that goof not goofness in a sense to where it's mm -hmm. like okay. You know, it was an oops, my bad, but I can also play off of that because I'm a teen, I'm playing a teenager. So you can also give that kind of awkward teenage look like, what the hell? What, yeah. what did you do that for? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, he could play off the narrative of that if he really needed to. Yeah. Whatever. So I think that you have a great and talented team behind you. Oh, uh, it's wonderful. The cast and crew is just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, and like when we're filming stuff on scene, you know, like they just blah, they just sometimes they come off of it right off the top of their head. Um, like here's here's a little thing that you'll see in the movie. Right. And it's not really a spoiler, but, you know, it's movie lovers unite. So, Alex, I think we can get away with it, you know, but uh, <laughs> but like we're. Trevor is got well. Scene basically is where uh, Bobby's mom, who's played by Serena, walks in with their little her little dog. Right now, her little dog is the it's the cute little poodle dog. It look I call it an Ewok because if you put a blanket around it, it would look like a little Ewok. You know, it's cute. So she walks in with this cute little poodle Ewok, and she hands it over to her teenage Bobby and. And he's like, here, I'll hold gangster. And he said that. He named the dog gangster. <laughs> but, you know, he did that right on the fly, just right. He didn't have to say that. But I was like, dang, that's awesome. You know, I mean, right. just and there's constant little the little things that that I love the creativeness that the actors and actresses and what like Alex does and uh, just so many other people. It's these little things that makes this such a great dish to watch, you know, That's a awesome. great movie. Now, my other thing is, too, as far as scouting for locations and things like that, was that the hardest thing or was that the easiest thing for y'all? Yeah, 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 that, that's a toughie. Yeah, because with this, it's, you know, different scenes, different things, and... I've always believed and I always have and probably always will. When you watch a movie, you want to see something you haven't seen, right? Well, right. I mean, that's, that's you want to see something I have not seen. So that's what we do. And I always want to try to show the audience something different versus just like, well, here we are. We're in the woods. Right. You know, <laughs> let's 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 go to a cool restaurant and shoot an action scene or let's go somewhere like that uh, but yeah so it, it's um just one of those things where yeah it's a challenge anybody who makes a movie i'll tell you location location is always a challenge but you know what so far we got it that's great though because i know one of the actors winded up finding one of the locations for you because you guys were having mm -hmm. a little bit of a hard time and that's that's awesome that you know an actor will go on ahead and be like, you know what? 
this we may not have this location that you specifically said on the script, but we can actually find something and decorate it and make make it its own. Because even the character, even the structure of a building or something like that, can actually become um become a character as well. So that's also another thing. Petri uh, yeah. wanted to ask Alex a question. What uh, new have you done already or going to do in this film as a stunt uh, coordinating uh, point of view? Uh, I'm not really sure how to answer that. And it sounds like the, there's like two questions run into each other there. Uh, what new have you done already? Are you going to do in this film? Um, well, I guess to, to answer this just as clearly as as I think I can, I guess. Um, you know, this is this is the first time for me, you know, doing um, you know stunt coordination for a movie. But uh, you know, I've got I've got my sensei and I've got James to work with. So you know, we're we can we can just bounce ideas off each other for when we need to. So mm-hmm. I, I've got I've got that. I can you know if I'm ever lost for what uh, what kind of stunts we might need, I can always just open up our. Uh, our class textbook, the the Hey Washington um, student manual, we'll and find something thing and that that we can use for that. Uh, um, what new have you done already? Are you going to do in this film? Um, well, I I always try to add some kinetic motion to the scene whenever possible. Like I got you know I try to tell Creighton and like like we you know we can use like a little bit of a you know a, a cut here to a a motion or move the camera here to emphasize where the impact is and things like that. Um, you know, I basically just draw on action set pieces I've seen in stuff like, you know, John Wick and Burn Notice and things like that. Anything that's, um, that I've thought was really cool uh, or, you know, sometimes what not to do, like in shows like Iron Fist. Yeah, that's a lot of do not to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that yeah, was that, I'll be on. Have you done already, or are you going to do? Oh, what new have you done already, or are you going to do? Okay, I think that makes it make more sense. But I think I answered it pretty well, anyways. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the pizza and two. Yeah. Pizza pan, yeah. Serena. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, the pizza pan. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a to, real I hit. I do have to grill yeah. myself sometimes there because <laughs> I was coming up with all kinds of. Uh, all kinds of wacky ideas for that. And Creighton was just like, no, we don't, we don't need that. We just need to have like, you know, we need to have it be like a punctuation for the, uh, for the scene. I was like, Oh, okay. Hey, well, well, let's, you know, let's do that then. What's, uh, so what's the story behind pizza pans though? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Serena says effective use of props. Um, so, Yeah, well, that's um, it. Yeah, you know, prof- <laughs> you know, professional wrestling where they use the steel chair. Yeah. We used a steel pizza pan. And <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the the stunt guy, the stunt man, John. He took it. He, I mean, like he looked at me and Alex, yeah. and he said, "Nah." He said, "Hit me full force." And yeah. Alex, I heard Alex. He said, "Are you sure?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, do it." That I was like, "So when you hear that sound effect." That's for real. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not us dubbing anything. In. That that is a that's steel straight, piece of pan yeah. hitting him. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy though. But I mean, that's that's putting your life on a line in a sense for this movie. So that's how serious <laughs> he is. Because I know I'll be knocked out, but you know, it's it's. But it's I like great. the fact that yeah, hey, that's a good wake up call. <laughs> 
I think we had to had to like press on it and fold it back into place so that it was intact for the next <laughs> shot a couple of times. Yeah. I can see you guys yeah. just having like three uh, pizza pan props just in case you need. We should have. <laughs> we probably should have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I- I'm glad that you guys are so passionate about this film and the originality behind it. And to know that this was actually based off of a short film and now it's being a full length movie and stuff like that. I know that Crichton is just excited to push this thing out. Yeah. It's- yeah. As soon as this thing is done. So, you know, is this going to be through a- Amazon and stuff like that through mm-hmm. where people can stream it on or wh- yeah. where's, it, where's this going to be streamed on? Yeah, it's definitely uh, going to be on Amazon. That I know 100% for sure. And the, and I don't know 100%, but it's looking very, very promising as in like, I'm. 98% sure of Google movies and YouTube movies. And from what the distributor has told me, they were like, it's probably going to land on a couple more platforms, like major platforms to Good. that level, you know? So they're, they're really excited about what they're, you know, when this movie is done, they're like, you know, if you did so good with the history that haunts us, we can't wait to see this whole nother genre because, you know, the history that haunts us, that was like a psychological scary. This is crime drama. This is action crime drama mafia type thing. And so this is a whole nother playground that I get to play in. And okay. Well, you know, I'm thinking that that's everything that I had wanted to ask you guys and stuff like that, because here's the thing. I want to have you guys back on again once this movie is out, the way I can actually uh-huh. dive more into the characters and stuff like that. I want to have the cast and crew back on here, have Alex back on here to dive into this a lot oh, deeper as well. I do oh, appreciate yeah. you coming on, Alex. Uh, it was actually a pleasure to meet you for the very first time, and I hope to have you back again uh, outside of doing interviews and things like that too right. as well. Do some movie reviews, do some movie news, stuff like that as well, and hey, work that, with you. That's my bread and butter. Okay. I was a movie critic for eight years. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely could use another uh, another person behind the mic and talking <laughs> some movie news and some movie reviews as well. So, I do appreciate that. So, with that being said, guys, that's going to be it as far as this interview goes. But, Crichton, man, it's always oh, a pleasure man. to have you on here. You always have um, some type of... You always have something new to show me in some type of way of explaining stuff. And so I do appreciate that. And Alex, I wish you, you all the best with this film as well, with your stunt coronations and things like that too. I know it's challenging and I love a challenge. So I know that you're the right person to, to be up for that challenge mm-hmm. as well. So yep. I do appreciate you guys taking the time out of your night to talk about Binded uh-huh. by the Darkness by Darkness. And Wait, of course, I, oh, yeah, thank yeah. you. I knew that. I just want to see. <laughs> you guys. Well, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to steal that name for my next movie. Well, okay. actually, that I know where you're getting that from, Binded by Darkness. Because remember, that's yeah. the thing. I'm, I, I made that freebie for and around October. Yep. And it was that's, that's where I got that at. Yeah. So, yep. <laughs> hey, you know, it fits. It fits the bill in a sense. Yeah. But yeah, was, but yeah I do appreciate that. And uh, let's see here. Petrie says. Great job, Crichton and Alex and John, as an interviewer. Thank you. I think I thank you so much. Matter of fact, speaking of interviews, I actually did one with the Holly Shorts Film Festival that I did l- last night. I'm actually editing out that podcast, so that podcast will be probably be aired out tomorrow. Crichton's and Alex's interview will probably be around Friday or Saturday when I'm done 
with all the edits with that. But as far as everything else goes, I have a bunch of other shows lined up. I'm also going to be doing some more short film review, reviews as well and some interviews. And like I said, I teased a little bit earlier that I'm going to have someone from the UK because I ended up reviewing his film. Stay tuned for more stuff to be to be announced. So with that being said, don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to go ahead, go over to Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, and everywhere else that you guys get your podcasts from. And of course, you can always find the links below. And always until next time, guys. 